Hello, and welcome back to Sinister Sisters. Shrimp is I, back, baby. I am back, 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 back again, again, again. Shrimpy's back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready to tell you about murders. Woo. Lucky you. <laughs> Yeah, because today is my episode, and because we don't have a season theme anymore, we're talking about the Murdoch murders, which just happened. Very new and fancy, and um, literally just came to a conclusion this week. Oh, crazy. As far as I I know. (laughs) It was this month, at least. Yeah, okay. sorry. Not this week, but this month. It came <laughs> to a conclusion, which is really like exciting. We love when justice is served. We really do. Yes. Excellent. We do. Okay. So, the content warnings for this episode are murder/familicide and mentions of attempted suicide. Okay. Yeah, so today we are talking about the case of the Murdoch family, which is really funny because it's spelled M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, and so if you were to just see that, like, really quickly, you might think it says murder. Yeah. But it's pronounced Murdoch. And the more you know. We're talking, we're talking specifically about Alec Murdoch who is the patriarch of the family, which is also really funny because he spells his name A-L-E-X, and it's short for Alexander, but he goes by Alec. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) If that's not a red flag already. (laughs) So, he has just recently been found guilty on counts of two murders, for the killing of his youngest son, Paul, and his wife, Maggie. So, okay, this case is actually relatively confusing, and there's like three stories, or three or four cases that kind of go into this one, that kind of speak to motive, or like why it might have been done, so. Okay. There's a lot of information, so let's just get right into it. Alec Murdoch was born on May 22nd, 1968, in Hampton County, South Carolina, in the United States of America. He comes from a very prominent legal family in the state, and is one of many generations of lawyers, which we will get into in just a second. He attended the University of South Carolina and graduated in 1990 with a degree in political science. He then went on to attend the University of Virginia School of Law, where he earned his law degree in 1994. After completing his education, Alec joined his family's law firm, Peters, Murdoch, Parker, Ells, Roth, and Dietrich, or PMPED, where he focused on personal injury and wrongful death cases. Wrongful death cases, guys. Keep that's, that one in your noggin. That's weird. Yeah. He 
became very prominent and well-known in the area and was known for representing some high-profile clients in the area. He was also active in his community, serving on the board of the South Carolina Bar and the South Carolina Association for Justice. He also volunteered with various charitable organizations. The Murdoch family was extremely prominent in the Low Country region of South Carolina. Three generations of the family all served consecutively as the circuit solicitor for the 14th Judicial Judicial Circuit between 1920 wow. and 2006. And this, this status and, like, lineage, I suppose, led locals to call the five-county district Murdoch Country. It's not all good, though, because the family was really well known for representing members of the KKK. No. Yeah. The Ku Klux Klan. Why? They don't Twats. deserve legal... I shouldn't say that, actually, because it is your legal human right to legal representation, but um, no. We don't fuck with racist yes we don't fuck with the kkk go just go away we don't need you here if you are a kkk member so richard alexander is his full name richard alexander murdoch and again he goes by alec for whatever fucking reason (laughs) because it's not even like xander you know yeah i suppose but it's spelled (laughs) a-l-e-x-a-n-d-e-r alexander alex and it's not even like um he has to like his first name's richard so why he goes by a shortened version of his middle name anyways doesn't really make any sense because it's not like his his dad grandfather and great-grandfather also all had the same name like rufolodolus or something (laughs) rufolodolus You know, yeah. that name that rich people have. Rufus? Rudolph? No. <laughs> Ra- Randolph. <laughs> His name's Randolph. I, um, this is maybe like a totally unfounded opinion, but in my opinion, rich people go by, like, generationally rich people go by their middle names a lot. Yeah, because they all have the same first name. Because it's a family name. Also, I this is a, a side note, but you know, in like those shows where, um, like, I don't know, Hampton Kids, th- there's always a boy named Trip. Trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because he's the third. Some so and so the third. He's like triple. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had like um a minute when I learned that information. That makes so much sense. Right. I just yeah. thought it was some weird nickname that they came up with for <laughs> rich kids. It's like the time that time we were sitting in my living room and we were talking about rich people who take land and sinister mum says something about land grabbers. And then we both had the epiphany oh, about the Landgrab no. family in the Sims franchise. Yeah. That was fun. That was that was a lot. My world yeah. was turned upside down. So Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. What do That's you really mean dramatic. the super 
the super rich sims are bad people what do you mean yeah it really goes to show that the original probably three first three sims games were very like socially conscious and they had like an actual sense yeah. of humor to them yeah yeah anyways whatever um so that's what i was saying is that there's like he doesn't have to go by alec because yeah. he has his own first name his own he is the richard whereas yeah. everyone else is the randolph you know yeah and so like the fact that he goes by his middle name is like not really necessary and then he goes by the shortened version of his middle name which isn't <laughs> even the same name like alec is not short for alex anyways and he spells it like alec he spells it with an x so it's a l e x but he's like no it's alec yeah it's a little weird yeah it's fucked anyways so he married yeah right margaret kennedy brandstetter who goes by maggie and they had two children, Richard Alexander Jr., who, who they called Buster. Of course. <laughs> Buster. <laughs> and their second son, Paul Terry. This case has a bunch of stuff attached to it. So if I go off on a tangent that doesn't really seem to be any kind of anything that is important, it is. It's just there's so much that was, like, surrounding this family at this point that, like, all of these things could be considered a motive. Or it mm. speaks to Alex, um, just overall general ickiness as a human being. Okay. So it's relevant, okay. but it so, is a tangent, but it's kind of on brand for us anyway to go on tangents, so. Yeah. We love Hello. tangents. Stick along for the ride. <laughs> Alec Murder. Why? <laughs> you want to call him Alec Murder? Yeah. <laughs> Murder. Alec Murdoch has been accused of several financial crimes, including embezzlement yeah. and insurance fraud. In September of 2021, Alec was arrested and charged with multiple counts of fraud and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Authorities allege that Alec conspired with a former client to stage his own shooting in an attempt to collect a $10 million life insurance policy. Oh, the alleged oh shooter, God. Curtis Edward Smith, has also been arrested and charged in connection with the case. Basically, he was driving on the side of the road, and he got this person to shoot him, um, like, in the head, but, like, not really. Just kind of, like, grazed him, right? right? And it was all a farce. That is an insane way to get $10 million. Like, that could have gone wrong in so many ways. Yeah. And his family still not get the life insurance money. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Oof. It's also really dumb because I'm making some pretty flagrant assumptions right now, but these people have been very prominent in this area and have been lawyers for years like yeah. decades i kind of th they have a mansion they had a hunting lodge with dog kennels on it i'm pretty sure like 10 million dollars would be like a water drop in the ocean 
Yeah. Anyways, he was also accused of embezzling funds from the family's law firm. The firm accused Murdoch of misappropriating funds for his personal use, totaling millions of dollars over several years. He had a dummy corporation that he got clients to send his lawyer fees to, saying that it was like part of this law firm, but it actually wasn't. It was in his name only, and so he could take all of the money out of it. Uh... It's like, but it looked more legit than just like, oh, send me this check based or written out to me. Because it was like a, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a financial like investing company. Uh, it okay, wasn't. Yeah. It was just a dummy corporation, but That's what he it like. Yeah, he also got a friend of his who was named Chris Wilson, who was also a lawyer, and they had done a case together. And he got Chris. Alec got Chris to write the lawyer fees checks to him personally. Um, which was kind of the beginning of all of this because the accounting department of Alex's law firm was like, hold up, this is not how you yeah. do business. One of the accounting ladies from this accounting department at this law firm went to the chief financial officer and was like, this is suspicious as hell. And they were um, looking into it, whatever. And yeah. just a few days before the murders happened, Alec was called in by this person, this chief financial officer. I think her name was like Julie or something. And she was like just kind of questioning it. Kind of like, can you explain this to me? Whatever, like, like what's yeah. going on? Not accusing him of anything. Just kind of like, what's the tea? Yeah. And during this meeting, he got a text message and he told this the CFO that it was about his dad, who was terminally ill and he had to go and be with him. So it cut off this conversation and it was the conversation was never finished because the rest of this case happened. Okay. okay. So it also turns out that that text message... It was about his dad, but um, his dad was actually doing a lot better. And so he wasn't being texted like, you need to come here now. Your dad's on death death's door. It was much more like, your dad's doing a lot better today. Like, whatever. Just kind of a check-in text. Yeah. Hmm. But then he used it to get out of the speeding. Sus. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a shitty dude in general. Yeah. Sounds like. Yeah. Altogether, Alec was charged with 102 criminal charges and 19 indictments relating to financial fraud. Jeez. Yeah. So that's one possible motive for the murders, being that his entire, like, financial house of cards was falling down. The idea is that he was actually extremely broke, and so he was stealing and embezzling where he could. And he didn't want, because the law firm he worked at was opened by his, like, great-grandfather or something like that. So he had, the like, a legacy or whatever. And so he didn't want people to find out that he was actually just a shitty dude and stealing a bunch of stuff. And so, like, I see. he killed his wife and his son instead. Such a weird um, depart. Like, where... Where was your brain going that you thought that that was a good idea? 
Well, because just... if you think that your your wife and your youngest son are killed, and you are a lawyer who does wrongful death lawsuits all the time, you know full well that death and and murder has to be beyond a reasonable doubt in court. So if you just plant a little bit of doubt and uh... they don't think it's you, people are going to feel extremely sorry for you and think, oh, well, you know, his, his wife and son were just brutally murdered. Like, let's not try him for this financial fraud that he did. And, like, let's just kind of push it under the rug if he can, if he agrees to, I don't know, these certain terms and conditions or whatever. You know? I guess. It's yeah. a dumb idea. It's a dumb plan, but I understand the thought process. Yeah. Yeah. So another case that was kind of um, suspicious surrounding this family was the death of 19-year-old Stephen Smith, who on July 8th in 2015... He was found dead from blunt force trauma on a rural road in Hampton County, Hampton County, and the case was ruled a hit and run, and there was no suspects arrested. Smith was openly gay and a high school classmate of Alec Murdoch's oldest son, Buster. Witnesses interviewed as part of the original investigation repeatedly implicated Buster as having been involved in a relationship with Stephen, but the case went cold. According to the Greenville News, rumors hinting at a cover-up and the possible involvement of one or more members of the Murdoch family began circulating around the Hampton County area soon after Smith's death, and according to the Beaufort County Island packet, the case, quote, reeked of insider interference. In June of 2021, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, which is shortened to SLED, which is cool, reopened the investigation into Smith's death based on evidence found while investigating the deaths of Alec Murdoch's wife and son, which also occurred in June, for which Alec was charged with murders. SLED announced it on March 22nd, 2023, Smith's death was a murder and not a highway accident, but no charges or indictments have been issued relating to Smith's killing as of March 2023. Wow. So that's just, like, another, like, really suspicious, yeah. really icky thing surrounding this family. And again, ties into that wrongful death lawsuit tie that Alec Murdoch has. Right. Yeah. And also speaks to the prevalence and sway that this family has in this area. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. The That's third hard. death, or I guess this is the second death, but the third thing to be suspicious about this family is Paul Murdoch, the youngest son and the one who was eventually killed was involved in a boating accident on February 24th, 2019 in Beaufort County, South Carolina, that resulted in the death of 19-year-old Mallory Beach. Paul was reportedly, well, Paul was driving this boat when it crashed into a bridge piling, throwing Mallory and several other passengers into the water. The tea is that Paul was extremely intoxicated and 
the it was three couples that were on this boat um yeah. paul and his girlfriend morgan i believe um another friend and his girlfriend whose name also began with an m and then uh mallory and her boyfriend and they had all been telling him paul that is to that they would walk home they don't need to go on the boat they don't need to you know they could stay they had stopped at a friend's house for an oyster bake or something and this is where paul had got even more intoxicated mm. and people were telling him like no we don't we'll we'll just stay here we don't need to go anywhere on the boat they did all yeah. get back on the boat with him and then he crashed into a bridge and killed mallory Jesus. her whose body mallory's body was not found for a week so she was found a week oh. later and an autopsy revealed that she had died from blunt force trauma as well as she had water in her lungs. The crash sparked an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the accident, and questions were raised about whether alcohol or other substances were involved. They absolutely were. There was also um, body cam footage of um, the police officer, one of the first police officers um, that attended the accident, talking to one of Paul's friends, whose name I believe was Anthony, mm. and... Anthony can be heard saying something along the lines of, um, but this is Paul Murdoch, so nothing's going to happen to him. Fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. horrible. How, sorry, how old is Paul and Buster at, like, right now? Or I don't know how old Buster is, but Paul is 22 when he died. Okay. Bless you. I couldn't find any um like birth dates for any of them. Because when you Google Murdoch family, it's just about this case. And then like yeah. the more yeah. prominent members. Bits and pieces, yeah. Paul Murdoch was initially charged with three counts of boating under the influence, but the charges were dropped later due to a lack of evidence. He was also facing charges of providing alcohol to a minor, as Mallory Beach was only 19 at the time of the accident, and this case was still pending at the time of Paul Murdoch's death in June 2021. Um, another kind of wild part is that Mallory Beach's father has an outstanding wrongful death lawsuit against the Murdoch family for this accident. So, And Jesus. upon... The police arriving to the scene of Maggie and Paul's murder, Alec can be seen immediately, like very, very soon after they get there, um, talking about this boat accident and basically asserting that it was the reason that Paul was murdered. It was a vigilante that didn't like this boating accident that had happened and whatever, and he had come and this person had come and killed Paul and also Maggie because of this. Yeah, that's suspicious. Yeah. You'd think a lawyer um, would be better at lying. You'd think, because he also, like, just straight up lied to the police. He said he wasn't at. Um, so Paul and Maggie were murdered at their hunting lodge, their dog kennels down at their hunting lodge. And Alec had said that originally he was never there. He, he was not there on the night. And then... He actually was. It was proved that he was by his cell phone usage and also a Snapchat video that Paul had taken just literally just before his death, minutes before his death, that you can hear Alec in the background of. 
yelling about something. The victims were killed with hunting guns. Mm. And so it wasn't like a clean death in the sense that there was actually quite, like, there was a lot of blood and things like that. Yeah. And Alec told the 911 operator that he had attempted CPR on both of them. When the police arrived, he was in a completely clean white t-shirt. And that was one of the sticking points for the prosecution is that how on earth could he have done CPR on either of them and not even got a tiny little piece of blood on himself? On a white t-shirt too. Like a... Yeah. Even... It's also... Sweat or... um, I don't know, like any other sort of bodily fluids that would maybe be associated with doing something like that would also yeah. show on a white t-shirt. Yeah. Because... Um, they spoke to the Murdoch's housekeeper as well, who testified that the outfit that he was seen in is not the outfit that he went to work in that morning. Mm. And the Snapchat video shows him in a different outfit again later that evening so it makes sense that he works as a lawyer so he went to work in a sports coat and a polo shirt like a nice outfit got home and changed into like cargo shorts and a t-shirt and then he changed again based on the evidence he changed again into a white shirt and another pair of shorts why why are you changing so much yes So, another suspicious thing surrounding this man is that on February 2nd, 2018, the Murdoch's longtime housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield, suffered a severe head injury when she fell down the front steps of the family's Moselle estate and died on February 26th, 2018, of complications that included a stroke. This Moselle estate is their hunting lodge that where they go and hunt. Okay. It had been reported as a trip and fall accident, but no coroner was notified, no autopsy was performed, and the death certificate said it was caused by natural causes. A coroner testified that describing her death on the death certificate as natural was improper. Because she died of a head injury. Head injury, yeah. Which is not, like, a natural cause. No. No, a stroke is a natural cause, but the stroke was caused by... A head injury. A head injury, yeah. Because of a fall. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a natural cause. Alec then told Gloria's two sons to sue him for a wrongful death case. Because he has insurance for things like this and everything. Yeah. So, Alec said that he he told Gloria's sons Sue me. It's not going to affect me, but you'll get some money. Basically. Right? That's weird. And they won. They won this insurance settlement. But by 2021, they had not received any money. According to multiple indictments, Alec Murdoch and the two other attorneys conspired to steal the Satterfield's $4.3 million insurance policy settlement. The scam worked by diverting the insurance payout to Alec's bank account, 
and then not notifying the Satterfields that the insurance settlement had occurred. It involved, sorry, it involved forgery, Murdoch's law firm, and the Palmetto State Bank. The Satterfield sons, represented by malpractice attorney Eric Bland, were ultimately able to recover more than $6.5 million during the subsequent lawsuits. But this has also been stated that originally, Alec had been a suspect from the very beginning, basically, but originally it was thought that perhaps the Satterfields were getting back at him or whatever. But they Mm -hmm. did not know until, like, very recently that this case had actually been settled with the insurance company. And that um, they did have all this money that was supposed to be given to them because Alec was like, I'll take care of it. Like, you don't have to come. It'll just be traumatizing for you to have to go and talk about your mother's death again and blah, blah, blah. So he completely cut them out and they didn't know. But. What a fucking horrible person. Yeah. On September 15th in 2021, authorities announced that they opened a criminal investigation into Satterfield's death and in June 2022 authorities received permission to exhume Satterfield's body to continue investigating her death. So hopefully we'll have some charges related to that as well pretty soon for Mr. Murdoch. On June 7th in 2021 Alec called police from his cell phone at 10.06pm saying he had discovered the bodies of, of his 22-year-old son, Paul, and 52-year-old wife, Maggie, near the dog kennels of the family's hunting lodge, located on a 1,700-acre estate in Islandton, South Carolina. Both had been shot multiple times and with different weapons. Alec initially claimed that at the time of the killings, he was with his mother, who has dementia. Convenient. Yes. In October of 2021, it was revealed that that South Carolina Law Enforcement Division had regarded Alec as a person of interest in the homicides since the start of the investigation. In July 2022, Alec Murdoch was indicted for the murder of his wife Maggie and Paul. Prosecutors suggested a motive where Murdoch sought a distraction from his financial crimes, which were beginning to go public and to garner public sympathy. Alec pled not guilty, of course. On March 2nd in 2023, Alec was convicted of both murders, and the following day he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. His defense, ladies and gents, was that he was addicted to drugs. He attributed all of his issues to an apparently very severe addiction to opioids. There are some issues with um whether or not he actually had this addiction because Mm. he was claiming to be taking like a ton of opioids every single day but nobody that he was close to noticed any different types of um any changes in his behavior or like anything there was no like financial trail of huge um like withdrawals of money to pay drug dealers there was nothing that could uh kind of corroborate this this idea that he was taking an addiction to opioids but i suppose you know everyone experiences addiction differently but also being addicted to opioids does not make you murder your wife and son yeah it just sort of to me seems like he's looking for a scapegoat but in turn 
painting people who are struggling with an, an addiction, which is a disease um, with yeah. a negative, dangerous brush. Yeah. Basically just a shit person. Yeah. Like, so at I the know, core. I don't know if you know this, because you weren't here last week, but I did an episode on the opioid crisis last week. Yeah. Weird I watched some of it. Some of it. It was long. And I have the um, attention span of a gnat. So. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's Alec Murdoch and his shit behavior throughout his entire life. So there he's is, in, in prison now. Like He's in prison for the rest of his life. Good. He was found guilty on both uh, charges of first degree murder for his wife and his son. It's Yay. really bizarre to me that all three of the men in that like nuclear family were involved in wrongful death at some point. Allegedly. Allegedly. Don't actually know if Buster was the reason that Stephen Smith died. So, yeah, it just seems like but a yeah. weird connection, though. Like, even to just be like, maybe he didn't have anything to do with the death at all, but to be like suspected or to be present, yeah, when the death happened, yeah, it seems weird to me. And the housekeeper that's what you said, the Gloria, also, yeah, yeah, like it just seems too much. I mean, obviously, people sometimes have really traumatic lives, and so it's not outside of the realm of possibility for yeah. there to be a lot of death around a single family. But it just seems like too much weird, unexplained deaths for yeah. for a family of four to have experienced in, like, five years. Yeah. And it's all, like, um, traumatic deaths. Yeah. Like a boat accident, a, maybe a car accident, falling down the stairs. Like, that's all very traumatic. Like, like nobody died of, like, cancer or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. It's all, like... And they're all suspicious, too. Yeah, suspicious violent deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of insane. There is a documentary on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Canadian Netflix, because I haven't looked. But it's called Murdoch Murders. About this dude and his his life. So, hmm. if you want more information on that man, you can get it there, can't you? Crazy. Yeah, absolutely, like fucking insane. Like, and just the fact that there are all of these un, un um unexplained deaths around this family, and that's like what he focused in as a lawyer was wrongful death. Yeah. That's also really weird. It is, yeah. Also huh. super weird is that they're a family of gingers. Oh. Buster, or I don't know which son, but one of the sons was fucking fire engine red. Hmm. Also weird. Yeah. And very rare in the US. Yeah. Well, in North America, yeah. actually, in general, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's almost hmm. like maybe 
rich people have too much power. Hmm. <laughs> That's a hot take. Like, <laughs> if you're like, oh, people think that I am gay with this Stephen Smith man. I should kill him. Like, hello? Yeah. Or maybe, oh, you know, I have this boat. I'm going to go and drink, get super intoxicated, and then drive into a bridge and kill my friend. But, you know, I'm a Murdoch, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting with these, like, really high-powered families, what they get away with. And when everything unravels, like, how complicated the web of, like, lies and deception and scamming really is. Like, he could have just, you have a um, 1,700-acre estate, if you're really poor, sell it. You don't have to steal from clients and literally create yeah. this whole financial thing that it's just yeah. super fucking wild. Yeah. Also, you're rich, so you don't need to take your boat home. You can call a cab. Yeah. Yeah. Call a fucking cab. Yeah. But I think it's just, I don't know, like for sure, but um, I think there's when you're rich as fuck. And your family is so very well known in the area. There's kind of a little bit of, you probably feel quite invincible. Like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm a Murdoch. I can just pay my way out of it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because I've never been vomitingly rich. Which is rude, because I would love to be. Hey, maybe we should do a um, social experiment where somebody gives us a whole bunch of money and see if we turn out to be shitty people. I, Any takers? I would really like that. I don't think we'd become shitty people. We would become shitty people. I think I'd just buy a whole bunch of fast food and then fucking die. <laughs> I would eat myself to death. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that we would like donate to the SPCA and things like that. Yeah. Man, if I didn't have to worry about paying my bills, like if if my needs were taken care of and some of my wants, I would do like I would love to do things that are good for the community. Yeah. I would love to work with um, people who are unhoused or people who need help with day-to-day organizing day-to-day tasks and things like that so yeah yeah so many things that i would prefer to do than what i what i do do yeah for a career actually like my career is fine i just wish i didn't have to be there for 40 hours a week yeah but i have to be there for 40 hours a week to be able to afford my rent and the groceries and my car payment and for my cats (sighs) The goods. And, like, the ghouls. Yeah. Do you want to see well, one? That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. And then there's people out here that are fucking rich as shit. And they're like, oh, I'm actually gonna kill my wife instead. Yeah. Bitch, just go and throw axes or something. Literally. This is Suki. Aww. It's baby. <laughs> <laughs> she could be very good at ASMR. 
She purrs oh. so loudly. Probably. You should do that. You should start a cat ASMR. I should. Because <laughs> actually sometimes yeah. when I'm like stressed at work, I'll listen to an ASMR podcast of just cats purring. Because I am a cat bitch. Like, I am a cat person at heart. Like You are. Dogs are cute as fuck. We love dogs. But I don't know. There's just some of these little, little baby, little things. They're just so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dog bitch. <laughs> yeah, cats are dog bitch. Ironically. <laughs> well, I feel like it's our personalities a little bit, too. Yeah, I'm media. Like, when you think... Shit. <laughs> Yeah, when you think about, like, stereotypically what a dog is like, yeah. super sunshiny, like, all the time, happy most of the time, energetic most of the time, <laughs> and that's cat. Yeah. Whereas when you think yeah. stereotypically about a cat that is not a cat, a, <laughs> a, a feline, they're, like, <laughs> kind of aloof sometimes, and you have to, like, befriend them most of the time before they you know will let you yeah. touch them like that's likes, me likes to sit in the sunlight the sun likes to have naps mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is true i am a dog it is. <laughs> and i am a cat it's also kind of funny i don't know um your partner probably well enough to make this assumption but um no. skinny boy is also very dog-like mm. energetic wants to be doing things all the time tries to have a positive outlook on life so it's interesting i would say the generic boy name is golden retriever energy <laughs> he's like very happy to just be doing things doesn't always like to actively do things. Yeah. But, like, is really positive. Super mm. sunshiny man. Super Aww. tiny and small. We love him. Tiny and small would not be the descriptors I would use, but... He's hey. six foot five. <laughs> Actually, you know what I find out? Yeah. He's, like, six four and three quarters. He fucking lied to me. Oh. Uh, that's jail. Instant jail. I know, jail. <laughs> uh, we love him though. He's very small. He's very nice. Anyway, okay, I guess well, we I turned it around. Now. We turned it from a negative, shitty ending about rich people to um, a positive yeah. ending about golden retriever boys. Get yourself Find a you golden a... retriever man. Literally. Ten ten. <laughs> ten, ten. <laughs> Okay, thanks, friends. I don't know, because I think I would say Skitty Boy is kind of cat energy. Yeah. Just just kind of vibes sometimes, you know? Just kind of sits there. Yeah, but I feel like dogs do that, too. Yeah, it doesn't... Like, he's just kind of... He's got, like, lap calm. dog energy, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for listening. For listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.